It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a loma nail, and remember, no droids allowed. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining us here on the Cantina to review Andor episode 11. Uh, be sure to follow us on your uh, favorite podcast app if you're listening to us. I think Cam froze. And that's I think it, it was fine right until we started. And then it, right. and then it's it, like, no, it's, it's like people in the audience where they're like, no. We don't want the glory that is Andor. We we don't want it. Your phone is like, no, I, I refuse it to record. It seemed to be working. And then, yeah. yeah. Uh, give us a follow on your favorite yeah. podcast app, whatever you're listening to us on right now. And, of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you uh, for doing that. Give us a subscription if you haven't already. we got a lot of other great content as part of the genre-verse anime, Marvel, uh, general pop culture, geeky entertainment stuff uh and of course check out lrm online <laughs> cam's face lrmonline.com every day for all uh entertainment news needs and uh opinions the penultimate episode for for andor guys yeah. i i must say that uh it while there is a really great action sequence and and there's uh uh some um real real it's a it's a quiet episode relative that's what i'm wanting to uh get out it feels like that breath you you take mm-hmm. before the next round in a in a fight or the breath that you take yeah. before the next step in a in a uh uh in a series of actions before you know that's what it felt like this wasn't meant to be anything that ramped up uh anymore of the drama or the situation it's meant to be that here here we go you you guys ready do you see all the all the pieces we've been playing with all season and uh i think it did a a really good job uh doing that i love all the little character moments even with b the droid you know and i'm not Mm -hmm. the world's biggest droid fan since the days of uh of r2 d2 flying and and 3po's head on a (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on a battle droid uh i like the original droids but i i'm not i'm not one that's drawn to to droids let's let's say uh as as some are bb8 and all all of that but i i liked what they they did with b i really did i i thought yeah. that was fitting uh and uh just all the little moments add up to just another uh solid show what do you think of it cam yeah, I completely agree. As, as you said, it's, it's, it is a kind of set-up episode, but I think in, a, in an average TV show, we call those ones the filler episodes because mm-hmm. I think what happens is they, they have everybody they need to move somewhere specific, so they spend an episode, it's like a moving episode where they mm-hmm. just put people in places, and it doesn't always necessarily make sense. That's yeah. kind of happening here, but everything is making sense because it's mm-hmm. all built into the character stories that we've been following as, as we go along. So 
it's really just a continuation for the likes of Mon Mothma, Luthen, uh, the one that's kind of different for and, and is kind of on the move, if you like, is Cassian, but it feels as yeah. if they're setting up potentially him going back to Ferex. Yeah. Um, and and obviously we'll, we'll see if that, that, that happens in the finale, obviously. But yeah, I mean, I think the, the thing with this week's episode is it's great. It's just not as great as maybe the last couple were because... Oh, yeah. We were, they were especially last week. Was very, very good. Um, <laughs> you know, and that—that's not quite where we are at the moment. But it could build to, to being a great finale. Therefore, next week, with all the pieces being in place. But as you say, there's nothing to <clears throat> specifically criticise. The acting's all on point here. The you know some of the characterisations absolutely fantastic. Um, and props to everyone involved again, really, for another great episode. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I 100% agree. So with that, you guys can definitely check out, if you if you like reading uh, more than listening, you can check out Cam's written review. But what grade did you end up giving it, Cam? Sorry, I was coughing, so I put myself in mute there. Um, <laughs> I went with A-, minus, which is, I think, the lowest score I've given an episode. But, I mean, A- minus is, should not ever be considered bad yeah. in any way in, in any neither way. should be pluses or b's no, or no, b minus for that matter so, so the fact that i've not even went down to a b plus yeah. this season yet is is kind of indicative of how much i liked it so yeah if last week was an a plus this one's an a minus for me still a great episode but not one i'm maybe going to go back in future years and go remember mm-hmm. with this bit remember that bit so much this week if that makes sense and where i've I, I guess I'm kind of similar to you. I'm I'm. Uh, uh, there's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but there's also nothing that sets it apart. Uh, it's that breath of fresh air, like or not breath of fresh air. That breath in between, like I said, matches or rounds or however you want to look at it. Deep breath before the plunge. There, there you go. And uh, for that, I kind of give it the same as I have some of those others, a, a B plus. I could maybe push to a minus but uh i do feel like uh uh one thing that bugged me was andor's uh case staying where it was at while while he was gone uh we don't know how long he was gone but we know he was gone for for a bit and it was in such an in like such a easy to spot thing that's just one of those yeah, if it Issues was a, like a like, hotel room, you would maybe yeah. expect to go. But then, you know, it's just maybe, on top of a shelf uh, that you can see from from an angle that you that that a regular sized human could see. So little things like that. There were um, just a, a few moments where, again, I'm like, even though it was one of the shortest episodes we've had, uh, I can definitely see where we're editing and and changing some of the. Uh, uh, cuts of these episodes you might be able to shave a whole episode or, or two out of it and really tighten uh the shot uh, see shot i would more up. i'd be more looking but to add in at that add. point maybe to <laughs> yeah to show maybe how well, I mean, empty the place yeah. is that the empire is yeah. bad for business or something like that and therefore it's not that much a surprise that no one's been there because it's been pretty much no one's been in it since he was last there or at the least empire a better everyone hiding up. space than just yeah, slightly out of yeah. Well, either of those two shot. things would, would have would have worked. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I, I don't think it's so much taken away. You know that would that would work for me. But you know, opinions. 
Yeah. Uh, so let's get into uh, the the spoilers. Um, I like the uh, I like the uh, during their their escape. You don't think they're gonna get away because they they get caught and the the two aliens kind of talking smack at first and agreeing that the empire sucks and that the prison <laughs> is is an awful thing. And it was kind of hard for me to under understand the yes, a, a uh, lot. They weren't. <clears throat> easy to understand the way they, they kind of talked and communicated. I kind of felt like I had to put the subtitles on mm -hmm. for that bit a little bit. Yeah. Which I don't always do for, for, for a lot of Star Wars shows specifically, but I maybe do for, for other shows if I'm not watching in a, a huge volume. But yeah, for that scene, right. I just went and whacked the subtitles on and it was fine, but yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, so, but you get the, the gist of it and uh, <laughs> God, nasty nasty disgusting netting um but the yeah, the escape was... is is exactly what i figured it would be getting the hell off the planet not really spending too much time else because we already did the the escape which was from the prison you know was, as long as he gets off rock that's all, all yeah that, and we're that following matters. andor and you know the only two that have ended up where they are is him and melshi so yep you know we don't know what happened to the rest of them because andor doesn't know what happened to the rest of them at this point nope um and uh that that's really it for for Cassian except for when he goes back to get the the box on top of the the shower which like I said is just the most ridiculous hiding spot ever and it's one of the things that bugged me from the uh first time we saw it and it bugged me even more that it was still there <laughs> I can I mean a couple of things about Cassian I like the way that he was encouraging uh, Melshi in terms of like you know yes. you, you're giving up are you? you know and just kind of almost using reverse psychology against them a little bit um, to keep them moving um, and then I thought you know his whole reaction to, to Marva's death um, and the way he was kind of looking out over that shore mm -hmm. was almost reminiscent of the end of Rogue One when he's looking yep, at it as well exactly. and it, kinda, it did feel like a, a turning point for him you know, at that point, because now she's saying to him as well, we need to get this information out there. He's just found it. Marv is dead. You know, mm -hmm. he's got this money in his hand and he's he's at this crossroads point now. Yep. And you get the uh you get the sense of 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 course we know where it's going, but it it fits the the character. And as much as I hate uh retcon um or after the fact connections to uh, previous things like trying to make Leia and Kenobi good old buddies uh, you can now see why again an after the fact edition he's at that beach and at peace and kind of thinking you can see them using the imagery from this episode to connect to Rogue uh, Rogue One and uh, mm -hmm. see where his, his mind might, might be at again uh, looking at the Death Star blast coming right at them, uh, but like I like I said, I don't like those things. But I think that's like you said specifically what they were trying to do is draw parallels to uh, uh, Rogue One. Excuse me. So yeah, and Andor's arc it's 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 interesting because we I mean we already knew we were getting a season two and that it's going to cover four more years, but it's just like. 
I'm excited to see how this how this series ends, but I know it's not going to be as fulfilling as some endings, and and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that as yeah. in we already know there's there's additional because stuff it's a coming season forward. one. It's like you mm-hmm. never get an ending yep. as satisfying in season one as you do in the final season. Usually, exactly. if a show is done well, um, yep. you know sometimes you do because shows peter out and and all mm-hmm. of that, but. I think really we should maybe think about almost Rogue One being the climax to this, though. That I like agree. I kind of feel like after I watch, if I was to watch Andor season one and season two back to back, I then want to watch Rogue One to kind so of see how it wraps fits up together yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. plays into the larger kind of mythology and everything like that. Yeah, I could definitely uh, see myself doing that. It'd be the first uh, first time I've watched a Star uh, Disney Star Wars movie since. Uh, since after, uh, no, since the last time I wrote, uh, uh, watched Rise, unfortunately, I watched it once more to see if I thought it was worse than uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, so how many times have you watched it in total? Uh, three. Three. I've only watched it two times. Yeah, because uh, there was the, the once in theaters for our Cantina yeah, yeah. Uh, review. Uh, then we took Lucas because he, you know, wasn't he? He was smaller at the time, you know, three years ago, and uh, he couldn't be be up that late. So we took him, and then this this other time watching it uh, earlier this year to fig- figure out is it is it worse? Is it like below one of the the prequel movies? I and think guys. I I think I have, and look, guys, I'm not. I'm not the a worst revenge. Star Wars movie because it's uh, it's not the worst made Star Wars movie, but. I, I don't know. I really can't There's stand no, one and two. I can't. I can't think of anything positive <laughs> to take out of it. Though there's still some positive moments mm. in those movies. Give me a one positive moment in the, the ride. The Skywalker. duel with the duel with anytime Ray and 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 uh, uh, Kylo are dueling, it's good. The the choreography, mm-hmm. I like the weight, right. and and that's the best part of of Phantom Menace is that one duel. That's it. That's the one thing. So can I? I the pod race can I? Eh, okay, one and a one and a half. But you got to deal with the kid talking. You got to deal with Jar Jar in that. Like, sure, if you watch it on mute, Only a little bit. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we, we we're not going to get any older. Yeah. Um, thing again. So uh, let's talk about uh, uh, Mon Mothma and her her. Like we said, she was going to end up doing, Ooh. but it doesn't look like it was. It, you know what? It, it kind of re- reminded me of. Or not reminded me of anything. What I what I thought about when when you see her and her daughters going through this this uh, uh, cultural ritual or or affirmation or whatever, and you you can kind of see why there is tension between Mon Mothma and her daughter. Finally, you know we've 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 dealt with the the cranky teenager aspect and we've kind of pawned it off to that. But in in reality, her daughter is really embracing the. Chandrillian culture and Mon Mothma's not as much, and that no, seems to clearly be... she doesn't value that. Yep, that and that culture, and neither does her cousin Vale, and yep. possibly even more so. And it seems like that is our uh, that is the source of our contention within within the, within and the family. It also, for those seems two. as if that's how Mon got together with parents together. as well. Yep. Yeah. So. And uh, I like so I like how they connect all that and and reveal it and her looking at that situation given the uh, 
offer that was made made to her in the last episode and her basically going not not so much I'm giving my daughter to this culture but I'm giving up trying to keep my daughter away from it and which which in my mind is a really cool twist on that situation you know because all the other times any any other time this a similar situation would be it would be the mom or the parent or whatever saying oh let me convince my kid to do this because it you know for for the greater good this time it's it's the opposite it's her giving up trying to separate her daughter from this for uh the greater good i yeah, i like that a, the darker aspect of it is that that you know i think the, the part of the custom is allowing your parents to arrange your marriages, which is a custom yes. that many cultures still have in, in planet Earth as well, yep. um, to this day and age. So, so this is not an unusual thing that we're not used to. Um, but I think maybe the difference for Mon here is that who she is supposed to be arranging and setting this up with yes. is not someone that she would naturally choose. She would try exactly. and find a better fit than that. Yep. So there's a guilty aspect of it even oh, yeah. from that from her as well. Um and and kind of that sense that, you know, as my daughter, you kind of feel old enough to really understand what she's getting herself into here. Do I allow this to happen or do I push back against it when am I then a hypocrite because I went through exactly the same process yeah. myself. Yeah, there's a lot to unpackage there, but I think the most important thing is that we really understand um, Mon's anguish and kind of her her mental pathways that she's going through, and that's sold to us so well by Genevieve O'Reilly again, who yes. was fantastic this week against the, some of the acting, um, just the way she was sort of looking at her doctor, doctor, I almost said the daughter, and uh, the emotion on her face, she could just. Yeah, it's like good actors, the eyes are a window into the soul and you kind yeah. of felt like you could see through as to what was going on in her mind and that's always good acting. I I agree. Uh and her her cousin, the the rebel uh, She's she's good as she's well. Done yeah. a really good she's done a really good job. Um I like the kind of showdown with, with uh the the not Leia Leia uh mm-hmm. over in, in the shop. Um, again, everything's great. These are moments that we, uh, needed in some form or another. They're, they're enhanced by the, uh, by the, the actors, uh, performing them. Uh, it's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories. When you purchase a Peloton tread, choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Uh, let's go ahead and carry on to the stel- stel- Stellar Stellan Skarsgård. I, I, <laughs> every time I try to say my clever uh, uh, phrase, I, my stutter gets in the way. Uh, it was... It was a fun little action sequence. I I, I like dug it. Yeah. My my only complaint, my one complaint. Can you guess what my one complaint about this whole action sequence is, Cam? No, no, it's not coming to me. All it's yet another take on the the star destroyer shape in another freaking crap. Like it's 
pointless. It's a waste. It's oh, you mean the design really... of that craft? Yes, that, we didn't that, need. They didn't, we didn't design need that, Kyle. That's another already one. in the canon. Okay, they brought well, back a, a, an old style from Re- Rebels uh, or something. I can't remember where it came from, but we've never seen it in live action, hundred okay. percent. But it's definitely a, my a point. Canon. My point still stands. Yeah. My point still stands because they create new new things to sell toys, and they did it back back then. We didn't need a, yet an, another one. Like, what is the problem with having with having what? But just uh, like a bulk standard Star Destroyer. Yeah, or or even other other uh, cruisers that we've we've seen. Well, I you mean, know what I I'm saying. The idea is that this is a a ship that he has got a chance of getting away from because it can be disabled and it's not really designed for for being able to handle too much. Whereas if that was a full on star destroyer and he employs those countermeasures that he did. You kind of feel like it ain't going to help. Then They're just going to chase him into oblivion. That's why you go you know? with uh, one of the other cruisers, like I like I said. You know, I I get it, I guess, but I I just because I I hadn't seen it in live action before. My mind immediately goes to every time they they create a new <laughs> variant alien or they create a, a new <laughs> variant ship. I, th- just I mean, to, I thought it was a and a then the toys don't sell in terms any, of how did, it, how did it worked within. The kind of established well, rules that we already have, you tra- know. Tractor beams. I've never seen them come out of a satellite dish. That was that was kind of interesting to me. Well, that's what he attacked. I think it's yes, but that doesn't mean that because that's the biggest target. I think the, the satellite dish thing is the comms because remember it starts with him losing his comms completely. It just cuts off. I that's think true. that's what that that's is. That's a jamming. That, jamming. A jamming so then tell me, something. tell me this: why not? Why not use an interdictor? I mean, that's well, again, it's something that we've never had introduced into the the kind of live action canon Do, yet. Plus, an interdictor is specifically designed to pull people out of light speed. Right, but they have they have they have uh, comm jammers, uh, of course, because when you pull someone out, you don't want them sending off a distress call. And they have mm-hmm. the tractor beams because that's the goal: rips something yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, no, I get and, that. And capture, ap- capture. I mean, it. I'd love to see an interdictor in, in live action because I thought. I mean, they could have used that so well. And for example, Ryan Johnson, you could have used them in The Last Jedi to have kind of the same effect that you had with, without using them. But anyway, um, you know, the Interdictor is a very cool kind of craft that I love to the EU. And it is, mm-hmm. I think, a canon craft. Um, it is. Uh, you know, it, it was is in uh, episodes. Sorry, my my dog. Hold on. <laughs> We're taking this short commercial break while Cal deals with his dog. Someone opened the door, my wife being that my wife being the one that opened the door and now she's losing it. Yeah, no, it is it is a uh, canon. It's been in uh Rebels, uh mentioned in uh Thrawn Alliances, Heir to the Jedi, uh and uh, and other things. So yeah, uh, the interdictor yeah. would have been my my get, choice. Even if it wasn't canon already, I would have used this to make it canon. Going and talk about the newest episodes with people online, and although I didn't know this shit, people were saying, "Oh my god, that's the class." Yeah, I'm so cool. We're finally getting to see one of them, and that's how I know it's something that was already there. But but I couldn't give you the exact names. That's all good. Um, I, I like I said, I like the action sequence. I like how he's you know thinking about 
what to do. He's got his his countermeasures. He's a he's got a smuggler's ship, if you will, uh, uh, where uh, you know uh, you, well, this you're designed is to get away. One of the things I, I was kind of mm, a little bit about at first was because I thought, why didn't he just let himself get picked up, take the check, go away on his business? But I think his ship is modified in such a way that I think that would be yes. quite suspicious, wouldn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, that's why I say he's got essentially yeah. like a smuggler's ship. Uh, it's designed to look a cool lot. Toys. Yeah, it's designed to look a lot less uh, con- uh, conspicuous, um, but is is very very fancy under the uh, under the paint. Uh, his uh, his situation with Saw man that was pretty in- intense. That was some good dra- yeah. drama there. Yeah, uh, like those two those two are good together. So I know, right? You know, that was a good scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we mentioned last week how you have. Uh, real cases in in history you you brought up uh world war ii specifically um with the what is that okay uh uh world war ii where after breaking uh uh german codes and having to let certain things go go down you know that it's not just world war ii that that stuff probably goes on to this day where certain you know even even letting things be leaked so you can follow to try to find the the source of a leak and and things like that and, and big um, game intelligence is one big game played by all is. sides all the time and, and we're seeing that in andor because we do see things from the isp's point of view as well yep. they're kind of tricks they're putting into place to to try and draw people out and you know spread certain bits of information it's uh, you know it keeps the show interesting and speaking of the ISB, we've got their uh, 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 Deidre, you know, saying, "Hey, let this funeral happen." Trying to draw out uh, Andor as well as what's his name, Silas, Silen, Siler, whatever, uh, Siler. Ha! No, uh, Silas. Yeah, they don't want to draw him. Uh, probably doesn't want to draw him. No, 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 no. I'm saying, but he's getting drawn out himself. Uh, yeah. Any, anyways, uh, by hearing that the mom. That I Andor's love that conversation he had with the, with the guy where he <laughs> so doesn't, funny. you know, he just thinks he, he knows what he's saying at the other end. Yep. That was actually really well done. I um, agree. And it just felt like a, a transmission from another planet. <laughs> you know, it really did. Uh, it's going to be interesting, The another showdown on, on Ferrix, because I'm pretty certain that's where we're, we're going. We get to see uh, Bix again. Uh, she looks rough as uh, as yeah, hell. Yeah. Uh, and and I like that we didn't have to spend in too much time with anyone because, like I said, you could already find places to nip a few seconds here and there throughout this this whole series. Uh, but I I feel like it's just a a really good set. I've enjoyed the the ISB stuff. I mean, hell, I'm I'm one that's always you know I don't want any more stuff between uh three and four so yeah. let's skip ahead and and here in the mandalorian era or slightly thereafter when our first order starts showing up i want more like drama political political stuff like this i would love to see um uh the the wrapping up of of warlords and and splinter cell groups after the the empire's fall and all of the the posturing for i mean for that kind of could have been could have been but regardless we're, we're never going to get anything like that and i actually have a lot of fears about what uh season two of andor will be like i i have this awful feeling we're we're gonna have 
uh, a sudden show up of a whole slew of rebels related stuff just be- because it hasn't done as because it kind of crosses over i mean it, they can uh, do it i'm not saying that it would do. be for example the rebel <sighs> rebels they rescue mon mothma at one point right i know so that aspect come into it but it can be done in a way where you don't necessarily see the rebels crew or anything like that you know it's just see that's the thing i'm i'm thinking they're gonna give us stuff like that because well one we know that they've got some of those rebels crew working on ahsoka right now we know and or season two's filming soon or already started or something uh and uh i don't look they they they're putting andor out on on television obviously to try to get some more interest in it to bring in more subs and things like that tell me you don't fear (sighs) i know you even like some of the rebels so i you're the do do you think they'll include more of what some of the audience you know fan service and cameos and shit like that you mean no i don't think tony gilroy will do that Um, because i think he's too strong to to do that i think he's I think if you look at this show, and one thing we didn't mention was this week we finally got quite a few aliens for the first time. Um, yeah. and it's something well, there's that one big alien of, in, in uh, the first couple of yeah. episodes there on Ferrex, yeah. but yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, so, I mean, to me it would be, given where we, we see Cassian, it's not, I mean, the Rebel, does, the Rebel Alliance doesn't really kind of get going until Rogue One. So mm-hmm. we're still in a very kind of strange, murky world, I think, where we're going to be in Andor Season 2. There's still going to be an element of pulling different factions, trying to pull different factions together, but I think Cassian will be more directly being sent on specific missions at this point. I think he'll be recruited. That's what I would guess that Season 2 is him being kind of fully signed up to the Rebellion yeah. and, and starting to kind of do his various missions that he has to do and some, and some of some the really, complications he finds himself in as a result of that. I think some really bad stuff is going to happen on Ferrix. That's what I think. I think some really bad things are going to happen next episode that kind of solidify. There's one spoiler I've seen so I'm going to oh, be really? careful in terms of predictions. <laughs> it's not major but like somebody I think it was on Reddit. I posted an image, um, and it kind of shows something very specific um, happening. I won't mention it to you, yeah. but it kind of gives me an idea, even though it's not guaranteed of where kind of things might go. So I'll stay away from predicts, predictions specifically, but I'll let you kind of yeah. Oh, like it. I said, I just I think that his uh, his foot will be firmly in the let's fight the empire side yeah. of things that's what i i believe by the end I mean, and we like talked I said, about the money thing and how mm-hmm. i think you know that money is going to be unimportant to him come the end of next week if you like i think you can even feel that in in the those final scenes with him after he yeah. gets his his case back to where the case just doesn't seem to because uh, Marvel, matter as much yeah really i What's think that's point? what he's thinking mm-hmm. what was the point of all of this you know yeah. what, what did it get what did it get him you know, this bag of money, great. You know, what did he lose as a result of that? Um, and I think... What did it cost? Yeah, yeah what did it cost? Everything. And it kind of did. And that, but that's yeah. what pushes people into extreme scenarios like becoming ultimately terrorists and, and spies for a, 
for a um, clandestine kind of um, rebellion. So, um, you know, kind of yeah. expected, but yeah, it's, it's quality so far. It's, it's a good journey to follow. Yeah, and I I cannot wait for, for more. Um, I'm going to be... <laughs> Very sad for the next couple of. Well, I won't say very sad. We do have Mandalorian uh, season three. Yeah, That's I mean, February. It. It's not as good as Andor, but it's still been good, man. No, oh so yeah, I'm yeah. still excited to see. Maybe we'll get a, a Mayfield episode again. That would be great. I doubt it. Well, maybe, I maybe. think we'll, we'll get something like that. I think he, he'll definitely be in it. Um, and then Ahsoka. I'm scared, crapless mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, that's one I'm not that's, at the moment really excited for because I kind of yeah time I travel, mother butters. I mean, I mean that that alone, that the, the world between worlds, and 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 the fact that we know Christensen has you know signed on to be in it, whether mm-hmm. that's ghost flashbacks or we don't know flipping time <laughs> travel. We don't know. We don't uh, know, and it scares the. Yeah. Because Shit, I think if we didn't have me. that knowledge, if we didn't have those little clues, <sighs> those little teases, I think we'd, we'd be maybe more, be more a excited. little bit more positive for Ahsoka. Because I, I liked her in live yeah. action in, in Mando and, and uh, Mando 2.5. Yeah. I've, I've liked her in Mando 2 and 2.5. Uh, I, I don't have any affinity for the animated version of the character. but uh, uh, I guess I do. But even then, I didn't uh, like World Between Worlds. When yeah, no, that scares the so. crap. Scares the crap out, out of me, and I I know some people foaming at the mouth, but they can they can fix the sequels. It doesn't matter. The sequels happened. Palpatine came back. They they're not going to undo. They will they no, will no, not undo no. the the sequels. No. So everyone that that thing, but they could do they could do a hell of a lot more damage than Leia uh, having a whole adventure with Obi Wan Kenobi. Anywho, a uh, short episode of Andor, so I guess it's a yeah, short it Cantina minutes, review. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not too upset with that. I still have a, no. an anime reaction to do today. So <laughs> uh, you guys can find a whole lot more content here on uh, the Genreverse YouTube channel and podcast network. Anime Versal Reviews doing anime reviews. AVR Square doing anime uh, reactions. Daily Cog Breaking Geek covering anything and everything you can imagine in entertainment news uh geek and pop uh pop culture and of course there's marvel multiverse mayhem which is the marvel version of this show covering you know marvel news and and reviews that should be back after the uh thanksgiving uh holiday nick is busy at work and let's you did face black it answers too though we um manny didn't you i did i did do yeah. black panther uh wakanda forever with manny as part of a marvel i haven't Multiverse watched the movie Mayhem yet so X, i therefore uh, have but that's what i was gonna say is is you guys really don't want they're, they're nick is our sole Mar- marvel fanboy everyone else has they've liked marvel most of us at varying various levels are pissed off over most of phase four <laughs> so without that that glowing marvel fanboy you would end up with a uh, very very sour kyle and then 
a, a various levels of unenthused to slightly worried for most other people here at the genre verse. So, yeah, because I mean, like, well, Manny's more of a DC guy, isn't yeah. he? I think Manny's definitely a DC camp more kind of thing. Yes, so, especially yeah. since Phase Phase Four. Uh, but yeah, we we've got a lot of great content. All of those also go up on your uh, favorite podcast apps like Spotify and Apple Stitcher, and of course we have uh, the website. Uh, uh, LRM. I almost said AOL. Why the frack? Uh, <laughs> LRMonline.com. I know, right? <laughs> LRMonline.com. Go there every day for all entertainment news, needs, and uh, opinions, written reviews, and and articles. And uh, yeah, Cam. Anything else to put out? No, I, I guess I'll, I will get this camera fixed at some point for people that watch us on YouTube. Point. But um, I think I may need to buy a new phone. Um, done, done, done. Holiday sales are big in America for electronics. Are they there in, in well, the UK? Well, I'll, I'll kind of get, I, I do a, like a contract thing. So um, it's been a few years since I've had an upgrade and I've been on a kind of men, you know, sim only contract or whatever. So yeah. I, I can do that, but it's kind of like a pain in the backside because everything else in this work, phone works perfectly well. So yeah. I know I'm, but people in podcasts listen to us on the air and the Spotify and all that just don't care. But, um, you know, um, <laughs> but for those of you on YouTube, it is a bit annoying looking at one random picture so yeah and I, I don't get to go through because i don't i don't want to just have like your image there your your stuck face yeah as, i mean you might as, as well like do that thing, one is, so. the, is the the header <laughs> I mean, if you want to see people this is what you're going to see in this show that's the perfect one so all right guys it's been a uh a, a great conversation it's been a great show it will be a short week on the genreverse next week because i am not other than this andor review and one anime review i am not working anything on wednesday Thursdays or Fridays so yeah anyways we'll talk to you uh, next time and may the force be with you Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.